bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Do you feel weird saying your own name? I do. I hate saying my own name. I hate I like, hate hearing it and I hate <laughs> saying it. Well, it's like, why do I feel like I can't say Brandy now? It's like I, it's like it doesn't work in my mouth to saying Julie. What it feels <laughs> weird know. about Julie? Is it like Drew at the beginning. I, know, Brand, I think the NDY is weird for me. I think it's weird for me <laughs> to even say your name. It's weird. Julie doesn't feel weird for me, but Brandy does. But but does which feel what's feels weirder for you? Julie. Yeah. Julie. <laughs> I know. Julie. I wonder if other people Julie. feel that. Julie. I didn't used to feel that way. I think it's this podcast that's done it to me. Um. Well, there's definitely a lot of words that feel weird after saying, <laughs> yeah. like, politics. I don't ever want to fucking say again. Yeah, seriously. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Even saying gay is, like, gay. Yeah. Gay. Dumb gay. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> fucking hate it. But <laughs> We hate words. But truly hate. <laughs> Brandy. I don't know what it is with Brandy. I feel <laughs> like. It's like, first of all, that. Brandy. It's something about, like, it's something about. It's like me getting your attention just seems weird for me to get it by no, saying your that's name. That's different. Like us, us out of the podcast. That's of what course. I mean. Like it's like like Julie. Excuse me. Um, I have <laughs> a request. That's what no, I mean. I'm talking about saying your name in general, introducing yourself. Like, oh yeah, hey yeah. If, if well, let's say okay, that's fine. So let's say if I if I met a brandy outside of you. It wouldn't be weird. Yeah. However, and then, but if I have to introduce myself, hi, I'm Julie. Yeah. I hate it. It's disgusting. Saying my own. Yeah. I think it's this podcast. I do. I don't know. But. So weird. Um, let's, we should quit before it ruins any other words. I look at, it's ruined words. Words. I can't say words. No, words are bad. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say words. We can't. it's, It's just too much talking. That's probably why I don't even, I hate talking now. Yeah. In general, like. I think we the other day you were on the phone and you're like, you're not talking. And I thought to myself, I'm not. Oh, I'm just. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even. It just we seems can, we no, have been natural. on the phone for at least 30 minutes without saying a word <laughs> to each other, if not longer. I'm but just going to be fine to me. Conservative saying 30. And that seems fine to me because yeah. for, for I'm feel safe. But I don't want to talk because no. um, but it's Sick not that I don't want to talk to you. Right. It's that the sound coming out of my skull is obnoxious <laughs> and annoying me yeah and i don't want to fucking do it anymore like i'm 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 turning into my fucking father yeah well and luckily <laughs> for him he didn't have to do a fucking podcast <laughs> and the summer you are turning into him because every year is 
going by faster than the last faster than bobby kramer said my parents best friend bobby bobby and marty kramer and bobby said and she was fun lively whatever and then she said she's like you'll see every year goes by faster than the last and you just won't believe it and it's she's crazy. right and it's, it's unreal absolutely insanity well i know that um our 14 listeners feel that way because cat rooney um sent a gift box for your birthday which was two months ago <laughs> So people people were like, oh, yeah, let me get uh. Julie a birthday gift and looked up and were like, fuck, it's September. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So I'll take it. It's OK. Yeah. She wrote the nicest letter to you. Um, we love Kat. She's a huge supporter of this podcast and our Patreon. She even mm-hmm. submitted an original rap um, under the name Puff Kitty for our Patreon Idol series. Puff Kitty. And then one of our other famous Patreon subscribers. Famous. You know what? I can stop saying Patreon. Ever again. I can't even say nope. it. It's like saying cellular. Cellular pa- or similar. It's similar to similar to go find. Similar to. I can't say it. So one of our other famous Patreon subscribers, Sasha Flick, did a remix Oh. Of the Puff Kitty rap. Okay. And she turned it into a full song that is available on Patreon.com um, if anybody wants to hear it or Sasha, Sasha's remix or Kat's original rap. Puff and Kitty. you really should go ahead and, and get in there. Like if you want to hear the rap or the or the remix or um, any of our fucking amazing Patreons. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. amazing. And a lot of you have heard that we did Patreon Idol. Um, and you're wondering what it is. Well, you can't, you know, not wonder what it is without going to it and signing up. So we do uh, two Patreon podcasts a week. They're both an hour long. There's no politics, no ads, no structure even. Um, it's really just just shooting the shit and being run dumb. Songs, food challenges. Poems. We haven't done a food challenge in a while. I know. I think it's time. The last one we did was in 2020. We both ate full boxes of cereal in one sitting. <laughs> Did we both do Cocoa Pebbles or did you do Fruity? No, and no I, did. I did Cocoa Pebbles oh, because too, didn't Fruity's I? too hard. I don't remember now. Did I do Fruity? Oh, I could eat a box of Fruity. I That's mean, true. maybe you did. You got cracked out on sugar if you did. We were mm-hmm. nauseous for weeks. Nauseous. Oof, nauseous. That cereal made me fat. And yeah. then we had to go back. It's totally made me fat, too. <laughs> <laughs> totally made me fat, we too. We had an entire box of fucking Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles in, in during the Patreon. I wonder what kind of food challenge we could do. I mean, I would do a man versus food like, I don't know why it's been, bu- like, yeah, can I eat a porterhouse to myself? I can. I can. Okay? That man I'm not even ashamed. one that we want to do is in Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> it has that big cowboy out in front of it, and mm. it's an enormous, I mean, that's a lot of fucking red meat hitting your colon. And I'll get sick, I'm sure, but I'm pretty sure I can do it. But do I want to? I don't know. You know what? The I have been, definitely my love of steak is real and true. It really is. But I will tell you that when we went to the Magic Castle and we had that steak, something's something's that steak was changing. gross. Changing, there yes. was something funky about it. I was like, <laughs> this is a a hormone riddled, not happy animal. I could tell. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it's it just is. Just like mealy. Maybe in some that's parts. what it is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But I've definitely been having a mental thing with i don't think you could do the challenge because i think it would be in front of you and i think you would be like i don't want to look at this giant slab Slab of of meat yeah maybe yeah i guess that is that could yeah well cat um she followed the rule 
Um, if you guys want to go um, and check out Cat and her remix or <laughs> us, go to um, there's a there's a link to our Patreon podcast in the description um, of this episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you can go to our website julianbrandy.com, um, and all the information is there. So, including our address. Which is where you can send your own picture for the Drug Den Bulletin Board, mm-hmm. a.k.a. our podcast studio bulletin board. And Cat yep. followed the rule, even yep. though we know Cat and she's been um, a supporter for years. We did not have her picture on the Drug Den Bulletin Board, and she has sent us a gift box before without her fucking picture. This time she sent a picture postcard. There's a ton of websites where you can get a postcard, but we, I mean, the best one... The, there's like my postcard. There's postsnap.com. Right. Just Google like picture postcard mm-hmm. and you can just do it right from your phone. Our address is on our website, julianbrandy.com. You can check out our t-shirts yep. and you can check out our Patreon podcast there. So Kat, we have her postcard for the Drug Den Bulletin Board uh-huh. and she sent a huge gift box she did. for your birthday. So many nice gifts, a low cholesterol cookbook, mm-hmm. super cute notebooks, yep. snacks, a yep. gay flag, um, her lucky scarf, a baller ass chef knife. She also she included our number one most favoritist gift of all time, Kleenex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm going to assume, Kat, <laughs> exactly. is for both of us. That's right. Uh, she writes, by the way, handwritten on paper as if she's writing from summer camp. <laughs> Dearest Julie, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. But first, shout out Anthony66, Chris B, Patrick Dominic, Julie Lang, Key West Kevin, Chad Horton. Now Gerald is with us. We all be out in the Twitterverse pushing the DGP algorithm. Shout out. Love you guys. We love Twitter support. Love it. God knows we're fucking love it. whack social media tools. We are the worst. But Julie, <laughs> Mr. Goldman, apologies. This did not make it in time for your B-Day. I had to get markers. I procrastinate. And really, we should celebrate you all year long. Okay? Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, you already know I'm a huge fan, but I want you to know that over the years, you have become my hero. From Dinosaur to the Bay Area, I still crack up to so many of your bits. They are genius. Your energy is fearless. If ever I am down, I can tune in and know that India Ari still bugs and all of our boobs are okay. <laughs> That's because Cat and Puff Kitty is a flesball bitch. <laughs> the Kraken rants really up the ante again. Fearless energy and the smarts too. articulate the rage so many of us feel. Damn, Julie, the level, the WAP. Let's get soaking wet, Juliet. <laughs> I don't even know how many years it's been now, but I do know that each week I'm inspired by you for standing up for what's right, lifting up queer voices and continuing to laugh along the way. Thank you for fighting for us, Julie. Thank you for being our warrior. Thank you for being hilarious. Well, that's nice. Well, that's really nice. Too nice. So here's what she says about the knife she sent. About the knife. Underline. The knife is wonderful. I've been using it for years and use it for everything. It will stay sharp forever, especially using the sheath. I hope along with the book, it will help you on your health journey. The book is a low cholesterol uh, cookbook and I do intend to use it. Thank you so much for it. I am on a health journey. And the knife. And the knife. knife. Fucking yeah. She owns a cafe in Colorado called Under the Umbrella. So the bitch knows her knives. You know what I mean? I'm so excited to try them. Knives. I don't know. Knives. Exactly. Patreon. Exactly. Brandy. Julie. <laughs> About the bandana. Not to be gross, but this has had my blood, sweat, and tears on it. I wore it as a struggling line cook through many exhausting services. It gave me Rambo Phil Collins tonight. <laughs> tonight's the night vibes to keep me going. I want you to have it as a reminder to never give up. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to wear it and I'm going to pretend I'm 
the line cook with all of the things and the bear that's in the right show. but actually you're not gonna wear it because we're gonna hang it up in our mm. new podcast studio that we are going to get aka drug den aka julie's office aka (sighs) julie's third bedroom aka (laughs) we're trying to move julie's whole house and we will it is on our agenda um for do me 23 or we might be naming it peewee 23 we still have four more months to decide um but that bandana will go up it's going to be um a beacon for us um yes and my we have our own so little excited. bear, and we it's Cat own- Rooney. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Cat Bear Rooney. You've been fighting the good fight for us women and for us guy- gays forever, literally forever. That's true. Like before you threw the bike in the dumpster forever. And people have not been nice to you, Julie. I'm sorry people are so awful, but you keep going. You're a Xena Warrior princess. Fantastique. Well, thank you for seeing me. The- thank you for all the gifts. And all the and gifts. all your support. That's all what- the support. It's what really what we care about most and for your um, picture that we yes. we knew what you look like. But now we have you right on the wall with the rest of our 14 listeners. And all of our boobs are OK. Now, um, two people who are also already on the wall, um, Mike and Andreas. Yes. And Patchouli, uh-huh. their boo boo um, little wiener dog. What are those called again? Wiener um, dogs? Yeah. No, what but what's they have a real official name. Dachshunds. Oh, yeah. That's right. They have patchouli. He's so fucking cute. We love them. They're in Harry. We, we especially you, because their picture, they sent a montage on their um, postcard. And one of them is at Harry Potter World. They're drinking <laughs> butterbeer. And you, you or Harry Potter. Is it Harry Potter Land? Is that Universal Studios? Yeah. And, you know, yeah, might be time to go back. <laughs> oh, good God. Way. Now, Mike <laughs> fucking oh, we love them both. Mike started a fucking candle company in 2020 in the pandemic because he is a boo and our 14 listeners are the fucking best. And he always sends us candles and they are the fucking best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We are both obsessed with the candles. I've gotten them as gifts. We've gotten them as gifts. We will. The candles are the best fucking candles. I always get their holiday candle and I'm talking pay money, right? Pay money. Little Mikey's pocket, and That's right. they he did a summer um, collection, which he gifted us um, three cents from his summer candle mm-hmm. collection: mm-hmm. citrus blossom, extra pounded lemon cake, <laughs> so fucking cute, and one for bugs called Just Bug Off. Now, Mike, you sent a note. I did not see in the note um, a bibliography saying thank you. Uh, why and now? Because you did not say that Just Bug Off is was inspired by this podcast you now mm. have to name um either one of your scents <laughs> brulee um mm. <laughs> let's see jago and Beho. oh something okay. such as okay um or just brandy and julie mm-hmm. something we need we need a signature scent That's nice. for us um, a unisex. Yes. M- veering toward a masculine. What's your favorite? One of your scents, your favorite note. It's like Bigadella or something. Bergamot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. my, yes. one of my favorite home for home. Uh-huh. So um, I do love Mike out of these three. I already just bug off is already at my house because Julie <laughs> wants her home to be a mosquitoes landing net. She needs mm-hmm. to leave the door open at all hours for dumpling. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but um, much of my life is dedicated to keeping mosquitoes off me. We take garlic supplements because we don't right. eat garlic. Mm. 
and I have just bug off um, burning right fucking now at my home to keep them the fuck away. So, but out of these three, my favorite scent is citrus blossom. It mm-hmm. smells so good. Yeah, so good. I love all of their. Ca- I love um, fetish. I love the smoking one. I love the um, gentleman. The, oh, that's my favorite one. Gentleman Caller is my favorite one of all time. I For love any it. guys out there, you got to go to mm. wickeffects.com because, and this ain't even an ad, homie. This is like our, <laughs> these are our booze. We love Mike and Andreas. They, you, they have candles oh, so for boys' homes or lesbos' homes or girls <laughs> who want sexy guys to come over. Yeah. And it's. It just smells. Oh, and there's room sprays. Yeah. The room sprays are great. You can use them in your car. Love them. Like, love. don't be having your car smell like dirty socks. You need nope. your car smelling sexy. Yep. Especially gay guys. I remember I this hasn't really happened to me since high school, but I remember in high school always because guys were way too much cologne in high school. You would mm. always get in their car and it smelled like cologne. Oh, that really? doesn't really happen as much anymore. Oh. That's why these room sprays and car sprays are essential. But I do want to say that. In terms of their candle company, the candles are um, affordable. He doesn't gouge you. And you normally cannot get like a male oriented scent that's not astronomically expensive. Yeah. Well, you really can't. These are not astronomically expensive and they're so fucking good. Ugh. And they write, hi, ladies. I've just got to say that the enormous amount of talent from Patreon Idol is wild and inspiring. From comedy, parody, singing, and maybe even some digital dancing one day. <gasps> Thank you for always making us laugh out loud and giving us a short break from reality. Shout out to my husband, Andres. He just graduated with his DNP, Doctor of Nursing Practice. Oh. So please enjoy Wick Effects Summer Candle Collection. As we said, Citrus Blossom, Extra Pounded Lemon Cake, and Just Bug Off Love, and OG14, Mike Valdez. Love you so much, Mike. And last but not least, I know this is going long, but um, we got two brand new picture postcards for the Drug Den Bulletin Board from people we don't know, which is my favorite thing. It's so exciting to meet new faces of our 14 listeners Mm -hmm. because God knows we never get more than 14. I mean, there's at least five that have lost interest. So (laughs) thank God we've got these two to know that are replacing um, first of all, Allison, like Allison is on here looking like she's uh, at a Grateful Dead concert with her <laughs> husband yes. and and our partner. Yes. And I am like, we love a traveling drug band. Love Allison. It. Hey, guys. Been dying to get on the board. Finally heard how on Patreon Idol 4. I've been hooked on YouTube for months and have been listening in order to both. I was a huge fan of People's Couch. My mom and I would watch together. R.I.P. Mom. Oh, I finally got the Patreon. It's so fucking good. I feel like we're besties. Here's me and my husband, Greg, and our baby girl, Millie Grace. We both tour with fish and are obsessed. Oh, fish. Yes. Oh, my God. Come tag along anytime. I'll be sending a care package once I gather everything. Love you, bitches. Allison Kolodzic. Kolodzic. Allison Kolodzic. Brown. Kolodzic. Mm. Oh, she's giving she's giving like a Russian vibe, maybe <laughs> yeah, with that. I don't. I guess Millie Grace <laughs> is um. Uh, what kind of dog is this, Mama? I believe that is a boxer. It might be a boxer French bulldog mix. I'm not she's sure. Fucking gorgeous. Very adorable. You guys are gorgeous, sexy. Fucking. We would love to partay with y'all. I always want somebody to get me in to a 
traveling a adult. drug band. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to be around packs of adults yes. doing drugs. Uh, like you know? chill adults. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like not fucking Coachella. Those aren't adults. Those are, yes. you know, those are millennials right. and shit. Right, right, right. Now we have another one from Alexis. Okay. If you, if you too, I already said it, but I'll say it again. If you want, if you want your picture on the Drugged In Bulletin Board, go to our website, julianbrandy.com. Our address is a, it's at the bottom of every page. And you can also listen to a free Patreon podcast there. Hey guys, I'm finally sending a postcard after 1 million years. I had a dream about you both where Julie and I got to make our own tacos at Taco Bell before watching Brandy on the big screen in a movie titled The Black Girl. Our seats reclined all the way until we were upside down and Brandy's Hermana looked like Kathy Griffin's red hair. I must admit I was hesitant to listen to the Patreon Idol episodes thinking there were going to be low budget karaoke sounding. But holy shitlords, how wrong I was. The family sounded like Celine Dion's and Mariah Carey's. <laughs> I'm running She's out right. of room. So XOXO Alexis. She also has a picture of a very gorgeous dog. Is that a schnauzer? No, that looks like it's a um I can't see like a her. mix of like a uh what's it called? You know, the fighting dog. Oh, I can't really see it because Pitbull it's, oh, and it's something like, it's else. It's like a blue, that silver yes, color. Yes, gorgeous. I've seen ironically, I've seen a boxer in that color before. Really? I've un- never seen I, that. I think I have. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um Alexis is gorgeous. She's like in her upscale home. <laughs> Alexis, I must know mm. um and need to have been the black girl in your dream, <laughs> in the movie, in your dream. If yeah. that movie wasn't about me and I'm not the black girl, I'm like sad. So even though I have Kathy Griffin's red fucking hair, <laughs> I'm the black girl in the movie. And obviously. and that obviously is my dream. It's my daydream. Yeah. It's my everyday dream. It's my night dream, my daydream, all of my dreams and all of our dreams are okay. <laughs> These are going on the board. I love them both. Allison and Alexis. We now interrupt our regularly (laughs) scheduled Jojo and Kiki to talk about fucking Trump because he's back again. Regularly, regularly, (laughs) regularly. Simular. He's back. He's back. I'll tell you right away. He's back. He's back. A monumentous day. Send somebody down to greet him. Who'd have thought I'd finally meet him? He's back. Who's back? The founder of this place. A cog. A gas. No one's ever seen his face. He's a genius of business. Is there no limit to his wiseness? It's pronounced wiseness. I'm big. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week, after a flurry of grody MAGA primary wins in the Republican Party, Donald Trump brought his bloated teeth back to the limelight a.k.a. his rotted low-rent social media platform, Truth Social, where he reposted over 70 posts from far-right QAnon conspiracy accounts after proclaim... <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. Why? I mean, I don't we haven't know. even been drinking. Sober. For three, three weeks. weeks. And we can't move our mouths. We can't put our mouths around <sighs> words. We're becoming... I try writing, and I can't even write words. I can't write. And I'm like, I don't know what this young... The young people do. Do they not even... Do they not even... Do they even know how to write? Do they learn how to no, write? No. I don't think they do. <laughs> they just they type. just type, I guess. <sighs> After proclaiming that, quote, there was massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in our country, end quote. And then he literally demanded that the United States, quote, declare the rightful winner or 
parentheses, and this would be the minimal solution, end parentheses, declare the 2020 irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately, end quote. Wow. <sighs> Truth social. Truth social. Donald Trump is a fucking insane, delusional, ass fuck, idiot piece of shit. <laughs> no one is redoing the election. No one is declaring it irreparably compromised. And no one is declaring him the rightful winner. Wow. What they are doing is combing over... <sighs> 15 boxes of classified documents that the FBI seized from his fucking golf resort in Florida. The motherfucker stole 15 boxes of classified documents from the White House and had them strewn around his cheesy fucking country club. A country club with such little security that a Ukrainian woman masquerading as a member of the Rothschild family spent weeks there before even being caught. Can I just say... I mean, I am so, like, burned out that with all the aerial shots of his country club, yeah. I have been like, uh -huh. does that look nice? Like, it do does I, look nice. Do I want to, like, hang out at Mar-a-Lago just mm -hmm. simply because I want to lay at a Florida pool so hard? It is absolutely fucking appalling that a former president is allowed to use his private golf course as his own personal appearance center. <sighs> all anyone has to do in the whole world... All they have to do is pay the fucking green fees or pay for a membership or pay to stay at the hotel and they have full fucking access to him and his rotted staff and his fraudulent family. It's like pump for Republicans. <laughs> and I won't be one bit surprised when Bravo gives him his own show about the staff at Mar-a-Lago and calls it Trump rules. Oh my God. <gasps> That's literally what it's like. He's Lisa Vandertrump. Wow. He is Lisa Vandertrump. <laughs> I can't take I mean, it. That is so... That, you're, I, I'm, I'm my... And Bravo would I'm do that. I'm stopped in my tracks. I'm stopped in my tracks. You're right. They would do that. And you know what? I would watch it. <laughs> I would watch the staff. Oh, my God. Be like upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, I'd, rath be like upstairs, I'd rather be like watch down that Abbey. than below deck. I'd rather watch <sighs> anything than below deck. And it literally at Mar-a-Lago, you know, you know, he's got a Downton Abbey thing going on with the upstairs and the downstairs. You know that there is the, I mean, I don't know how golf green works but i'm assuming there's <laughs> you know like the caddies and the they're people all who but clean the things and yeah whatever they're usually from like privileged families like well yeah. i'm sure that the privilege and the even the valet at those places like that are oh but that's like in connecticut and stuff i don't know how it works in florida but well then let's just say it's all privilege and that even then you're dealing with a Caddyshack situation of bu bunch of fucking rapey. Yeah, that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a Jeffrey Epstein energy. I mean, that's where that uh, what fucking Jizz Maxwell. Yes, Jizz Lane. She found one of those girls at Mar-a-Lago. That is so gross. Well, then, in just like Caddyshack and all those movies from the '80s, when it's even like the people at the valet, like you're saying, are like, "I'm totally gonna make it. We're gonna do making it. We're gonna get laid." <laughs> yeah, it's like that, and they're all gross rapists. Well, we already know this. We already know that one of the dudes from The Bachelor famously tweeted that he walked around Mar-a-Lago with zero to no security anywhere. And this girl we used to work with on our old radio show said her and her friend walked up to the private beach entrance in their bathing suits and were allowed access as if they were hotel guests. And they weren't. And then there was that Chinese bitch who snuck in in 2019 while Trump was still president. This shit is even less secure now than it was then. Plus, like I already said, he's fully living there after being laughed out of New York. It's completely fucking unacceptable that he was, quote unquote, storing mm. classified documents there anywhere, really, except at the designated 
facilities where they belong. But still, it's also fucking annoying that he lives there. Mm -hmm. Every other fucking president has to write a book and get booked for speaking (laughs) engagements in order to keep the dollars flowing in. I mean, the Clintons were so stressed out that they stole half the furniture out of the White House when they left. That's a well-known thing. And please believe the Republicans did never let them live it down. Mm -hmm. But here's Trump stealing half the National Archives and they could care fucking less. They could care Mm -hmm. less. I mean, and presidents always have had to dance for their dollars after they leave office. But of course, Trump could never write a book (laughs) if his life depended on it or even give a fucking commencement speech without turning it into a MAGA rally. But he doesn't have to worry about it because he's just going to sit on his gold toilet and let Russian operatives pay him for FaceTime. Oh, yeah. And he was getting those documents ready. But then they found them. I mean, yeah, he was placing them in strategic areas. Oh, like, just go by the the fake statue of David and we I, have by the lobby. Exactly. By the and fountain. I, and who knows what's in Ivana's casket and who knows what's buried anywhere. That whole fucking place, I'm sure, is like a like a North Korean operative. Yeah. Go to the left, go to the right. Hidden under here is here. Sure. The rooms when someone stays there, they film them in the rooms. Oh, I'm sure. I, ugh. He does that. He raises money using vitiligo and he uses Fox news to lie about every single thing Joe Biden's doing in order to raise money for his 2024 presidential campaign money that he is getting hand over fist and using for his own personal shit. Every time he makes a stupid fucking declaration like the one he made yesterday about redoing the 2020 election due to unprecedented fraud and interference, another $20 million pours in from all his stupid ass fucking supporters. Ugh, it's so fucking gross. And then he spends the rest of his time reposting conspiracy theories from QAnon accounts. Like, get a job, sir. (laughs) Ugh, I want to call him an idiot, but it's the people who believe this shit who are the idiots. Yep. Trump's smart. He's the leader of the idiots and he knows how to keep them under his mind control and keep them squeezing every last dollar out of their fucking disability checks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be sad if it wasn't so fucking enraging and embarrassing. I know. Straight up embarrassing. I don't feel bad for any of them anymore. I don't. I feel bad for us. That's who I feel bad for. I feel bad for us. That's what I mean. But it's I'm too embarrassed (sighs) to feel bad. Exactly. Exactly. So for any of our 14 listeners who are living the life that we want to be living and you somehow haven't heard about this, the United States Attorney General Merrick Garland ordered the FBI to search Trump's Florida golf resort, Mar-a-Lago, where he also lives. And they found 15 boxes of classified documents that he stole from the White House, supposedly in the last days of his presidency. The National Archives continuously asked him for documents and he ignored them. The National Archives finally reached out to the Justice Department, who worked on obtaining a search warrant for two years. They finally got one a couple weeks ago and raided his fucking huge fat ass. That's right. I personally don't think that it's politically minded or motivated. And even if it was, I wouldn't care because Hillary's emails, Hillary's emails, James Comey, go fuck yourself. To this day, Hillary's emails. I don't care if it was strategic. I Uh. personally don't think it was strategic because Merrick Garland wouldn't fucking get like (laughs) literally hasn't done dick and does everything like it's fucking molasses and he's so stayed never speaks up that's why he got moted and didn't get to go on the supreme court he's just a quiet i mean that's the way he 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 hits me and i just don't think that he does anything that's not above reproach and i think it took so long because i think they would have done it i'm sure Joe Biden and whoever else was been riding his ass since the first month of of after the inauguration. And I'm sure since whatever the last photographs of Hunter Biden, whatever nude pictures of Hunter Biden came out, you best believe Joe Biden was like, knock, 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 Merrick. Yeah. Come on, brother. 
Come on, brother. We <laughs> yeah. can't be having this happen to Hunter. Yeah. He he didn't, you know, he's a drug addict. He's getting on the mend. I love him. He's my, he's my boy. I would love to do drugs with Hunter Biden. <laughs> say it. I'll go to my grave saying it. I'll go to the grave with him. Love it. <laughs> it's, it's for sure. You're right. And also, Merrick Garland and the DOJ repeatedly asked Trump if he had the fucking documents, and mm-hmm. he repeatedly denied that he did. Right. So this whole thing has been years in the making, and I just don't believe that it was like, if you're going to wait and make it politically motivated, you do the raid two weeks before the fucking uh, midterms. <laughs> right. You don't do it two months before the midterms. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't put it past them and I'd be happy if they were that strategic. I just don't think they are. And by the way, in addition to breaking the law, which he did by stealing classified documents <laughs> or quite frankly, any fucking documents mm-hmm. from his time as president, because all of that doesn't matter what kind of document it is. It's he's not allowed to take any of it. He also obstructed justice when he lied about not having the documents at all. Mm -hmm. So to be clear, every document in that White House belongs to the American people. It's corny, but it's true. And if something is considered classified, that means that it contains secrets pertaining to national security. And like that doesn't even go to the National Archives. That goes to like the FBI or the CIA Mm -hmm. or the fucking Pentagon or wherever it belongs Anything with, like, top secret security clearance belongs at its, you know, department. It's not going to go sit at a museum for us all to look at and be like, look, it's Hitler's death certificate. (laughs) Like me and you did. Exactly, which was amazing. I know, it was pretty cool. The National Archives is, besides the Lincoln Monument, is by far the coolest place to go in D.C., even over, like, the Holocaust Museum. Like, the National Archives were so, like, you get chills walking through there. It's so fucking cool. It's so cool. Oh, but like you said, even the shit that isn't classified is still illegal for Trump to take. Even shit like that dumbass weather map that he wrote on with the Sharpie. That shit belongs to the American people and is stored in the National Archives. And how cool would it be to see that in real life? It'd be amazing. And that's why. We paid for that, bitch. We paid for that (laughs) Sharpie, you fucking asshole. He doesn't get to take shit as souvenirs or for attorney-client privilege or for any fucking reason. That's just the law. And every other president and congressman and administrative staff member have abided by the law, including Hillary Clinton, by the way. That's right. So in the And when they thought that she didn't, when she set up a fucking private email server and did whatever she did, they lost their goddamn minds. So, okay, we had to put up with that for years upon years upon years upon years and still to this day. And she sat in a hearing for 11 hours and she testified and she answered questions. And regardless of whether or not she lied and regardless of whether or not a, a classified email got sent with Chelsea, I fucking hate your father or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. There wasn't any kind of. And regardless, she was the president. She was the president. She was the president. Break. She was never president. No, that's no. completely apples and oranges as it's, far as I'm fucking you're concerned because right. she str- was never president. That's true. So go fucking fuck yourself. And if you have to hear about it to the end of time, good because that's what you guys did to us, and mm-hmm. it's annoying. So in the 15 boxes, the FBI found mm-hmm. 184 <laughs> total unique documents that were designated as classified. Oh, I mean, there's shit in there like Emmanuel, the seductress Mark, Mark, oh, yes. fucking, all his sexcapades. Oh, wow. And like because Trump was obsessed with him and I'm his, sure like, he was his, like kinks or whatever. And Trump's like a known fucking gossip monger. Like he lives for the tea, honey. He lives. Well, for it's it. like Scientology or like mafia. Like they always say, like with mafia bosses or whatever, they'll find something on you and then blackmail you in order to get the favors in return. And that is all Trump does. 
So there was 184 total unique documents that were designated as classified. 25 of those documents, 25 unique documents were marked top secret. Mm. Top secret. Like, listen, you don't have to have seen wow. Mission Impossible or The Bourne Identity oh, or fucking God. every single fucking movie we've all seen a million times to know what top secret means. It's like the motherfucker had top secrets at his country club, like where he's routinely having weddings for Republican D-bags. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Top secret basically means that if the information contained got out, it could cause grave damage to national security. That's like the, the definition. Um, and most often it means that lives are at stake. That's what grave damage means. That's like grave danger. It means it's dangerous and people will die. Yeah, well, it's like the movie Top Secret with Val Kilmer, which was great and very underrated. And also, maybe you'll remember Mission Impossible when the knock list got out. And you can't have the knock list get out because it's top secret. No, can't have any top secret things get out. The knock list is probably at Mar-a-Lago. I'm sure 100% is at Mar-a-Lago. And I'm sure he's using it as the first thing to make his money with Russia. Now they're going to do Mission Impossible 7 Mar-a-Lago. Um, <laughs> so it's like shit, like the identities of informants and or spies exactly. or information leading to them or whatever. That's what it is. We all, mm -hmm. we don't, Terry Schiavo knows what it fucking is. We can't have the United States untrustworthy. Half of our defense department and national security is made up of undercover people working to help us. They risk their fucking lives to do that. If we lose them, we lose the ability to protect ourselves. And that means we basically lose everything. I mean, it's pretty fucking cut and fucking dry. Thanks for bringing me up. Me, Terry Schiavo. <laughs> now, Every time. So uh, and secret documents are only second to top secret, okay? They are still highly classified, and Trump had 92 of them at his dumb golf motel. A designation of secret means that the information could seriously damage our national security, as opposed to the grave damage of top secret, which clearly means deadly. The serious damage of secret means just that. Serious motherfucking damage. The DOJ has had the boxes for two weeks. On Friday, they released the redacted court order explaining what they found and the reason they were looking for it in the first place. Trump has been threatening to sue to appoint some kind of special master of documents or something like that, citing attorney-client privilege as his reason for keeping some of the documents in the first place. But by Friday, it was too late, okay? The DOJ has already gone through all the boxes. There's no special master of ceremonies. There's no attorney-client <laughs> privilege. And soon there will be no 2024 presidential candidate Donald Trump. Because unlike the bullshit January 6th hearings, which will do nothing, Merrick Garland got his ass. He got caught actually breaking the law this time, a law that already exists. We don't have to retroactively make up a law. We don't have to find a way that he somehow broke the law. He literally, figuratively, imaginatively, <laughs> and literally again, broke the fucking law. And the Department of Justice is going to indict him and make it so he is no longer allowed to run for office ever fucking again. And to that, I say, bye, Ashy. <laughs> Gavel, 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 gavel. <laughs> Court is now in session. <sighs> Bailiff Brandy, good morning to you. Good morning. 
Wonderful. Energetic. <laughs> Love it. So, huh, uh, I believe on today's docket, we have a big court case. Uh, many people in the courtroom. Hello, everyone. Please keep it down. This is a very high-profile case. Um, ironically, this very high-profile case has been in the news. Huh? It's just funny. Bailiff Brandy, don't wow. you agree? It's like a, yep. The news? It, it has been in the news. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> okay. I've let the lawyers go, because as we know in this courtroom, I'm the judge and the jury and the lawyers and the judge again. Meow, meow, don't break that gavel that <laughs> Ashley Ryder sent. I'm quite sure that's got to be from Amazon, and that means it's unreliable and will break in one second. I like to think of the gavel as a little drum for a rim shot, but it's not. It's just a gavel. Um, also, just to remind everyone, this is not an actual case, except this is a case of unbridled glad-handing, Republican buyouts, and fake unbiasism. I've made up that word. Oh, fake unbiasism. <laughs> yes. Now, basically what had happened was, I'm just going to give the people in the courtroom a little background. Um, <clears throat> you know when you would go to the drugstore and buy condoms and cover it up with like 15 other products? Or You don't. No, I don't. I've never done that. <laughs> However, or maybe even further back in the day, you'd buy a porno mag and cover it up with <laughs> lotions and whatever the fuck, 100 alternative products. Definitely lotions. So, so the person at the uh, counter didn't pay attention to the porno mag, but they still did pay attention because that's all the care that you were getting. I mean, I think we've all been there, I guess, of a certain, of a certain age, really, because those of you who are of a certain age don't even have to do that. So, but many of you know what I'm talking about. Well, this is what happened with Warner Media. Warner Media is the conglomerate you may know as the parent company who owns networks such as Animal Planet, TLC, HGTV, you know, like the Ellen Show, Bugs Bunny and shit. But just to hit home to you how huge Warner Media is, they control brands such as Batman, Harry Potter, Sex in the City, Game of Thrones, CNN, and March Madness. Okay. I live right next to Warner Brothers. Totally. We drive by it every yeah, day. Every day. To this courtroom. Now, Warner Media recently, just, just now, merged with Discovery. And now they're going to add HBO Max, Discovery Plus, TNT, Turner Sports, and what I'd like to focus on today, C motherfucking NN. So they basically merged. Warner, Warner merged with Discovery. Discovery. And that means somehow they've now bought out HBO Max. Correct. Which I think might be separate from HBO, but it is important to know that HBO Max is going away. Yes. So if you haven't watched Tokyo Vice, get the fuck on it. <laughs> Good news. Tokyo Vice is renewed for season two. They are not getting rid of it. But that's a Max show. But they, it is going to be part of whatever they're going to do with their HBO. And that is unclear. <sighs> They are bringing Tokyo Vice back. That's just an offshoot, a side note of why this all fucking sucks. This is very, very, very annoying. Now, <laughs> the billionaire CEO who's in charge of all of these brands and all of the networks and has decided that he wants Warner Media and Discovery, which is also AT&T, to be the biggest and baddest streaming platform that has ever lived, honey. Not only is this billionaire CEO, his name is David Zaslav, removing tons of movies and TV shows from HBO or HBO Max, 
which is really the main thing any of us care about in this courtroom is because we all have HBO Max. And we love HBO Max. Love it. We personally thought it was the best streaming service. The best one. And now fucking going away. (laughs) And now we're going to have to sit and fucking lurk with our hand up our ass watching stupid ass Peacock with commercials or Paramount Plus with commercials. Those are dumb. (laughs) Dumb. That's right, baby. Bravo. Now, he believes he has the key to making his new streaming service the most lucrative and the biggest and baddest of them all. He's looking to crush Disney and Netflix and all of them. Talk about Game of Thrones. This is some serious hostile takeover of all the other families Godfather meets the Iron Throne style. So the thing is this. This David Zaslav is shaking things up all over the Warner Discovery tree. And what we're interested here in this courtroom certainly is HBO, but that is sort of a meddled mess right now. But what we need to focus on is CNN. Yes, the defense has shown that Mr. Zaslav has appointed all the networks, some new smaller is CEOs. Is it Zaslav's? What is it again? Zaslev, we think. Okay. How is it spelled? Z-A-S-L-E-V. <clears throat> Now, he's the huge billionaire who's running all of it, but every network is having now its own CEO, and there's all these little CEOs running around. And all those CEOs are getting paid while half of all yes. these other people are getting fired Correct. and laid off. That's right. So now every one of these CEOs slowly, not every one of them yet, but a, a lot of them have gone on into the media on record to do a public ass kissing, oh, rivaling that of Fuhrer Trump. I think what's gone is our ability to do L's <laughs> yes. and R's, yes. like like not starting like Roger that, but more like Brandy. Yes. And then Patreon. Yes. And then Rivalry. Yeah. It's like. Can't do it. Now, even with all of that, it's 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 still not enough for this courtroom to care that deeply about Zaslev and all those fucking little twats. <laughs> But when the new CEO of CNN showed his ass, this is when the court was thrown into session. This is the one to watch. An emergency session, quite frankly. An emergency session, yes. Now, before we talk about CNN, I would like to explain very quickly why it is these billionaires and CEOs of conglomerates are such asshole criminals and why they should pay taxes. And it's pretty much summed up like this. David Zaslev, the main CEO guy, His annual salary for the past thousand years has been only about $3 million a year. You fucking liar. However, he has a yearly bonus that clocks in at around $22 million and his stock options are $190 million a year. And that's what Jeff Bezos does. Exactly. They have low salaries, but all these bonuses and stock options. And when you think about it, isn't a bonus just a tip? And why are CEOs getting tips? What does he pay on taxes on bonuses and stock options? I'm guessing nothing. Now, I know it's not the same as a waiter who's hiding their tips, but how different can it be? And it let's is be way honest, different because it's $22 million and not $20. That's what I'm saying. So you think this bitch is paying taxes on $22 million or $150 million? I don't think so. If a waiter's hiding his or her tips, imagine what a CEO is doing with their bullshit bonuses and stock options. And that's why those of us who are middle class are paying all the fucking taxes and can't afford to rent the house they want. And that's the problem with America, bitch. And it's not Joe Biden or Kamala Harris's fault. It's Republicans, tax codes, fault, assholes. But I digress. If it may please my own court, yes, go ahead myself. I would like to now veer away from the head of the merger down to the balls. The ball's name is Chris Licht. Chris Licht is. 
is now the new CEO and the boss of CNN. Now, I'm not mad that whoever on top fired the shitty National Enquirer-style editor of CNN's main boss. The network's been a piece of shit for years, and I would like to submit into evidence CNN's shitty and sensationalistic bullshit past, and especially the recent past, of firing one of our best friends, Chris Cuomo, <laughs> for helping his sleazy... I mean, we're so close with Chris. Like, he, like, we wouldn't have even been able to do the Kamala Harris... You know, town when we did the town hall, the LGBTQ town hall for CNN. No. And I mean, we did a lot of our friends did work at CNN. I mean, a lot. Talk to Dana Bash. Exactly. Totally one of our good Thank friends you. too. Exactly. But the thing is, is that mm. Chris, we were going to run out of time um, because of Blossom and yep. the whole thing. Yep. But mm -hmm. then Chris Cuomo, we did the, a deep eye contact yep. and Chris pushed it so pushed that you it. could get your question he in, did. which was actually our question yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He introduced the podcast. And this is unfortunate <laughs> that we have to throw CNN into the garbage with Bravo because yep. we were um, obviously very um, high up at CNN. And we high were up. Popular there. Yeah, high up. And again, we're getting <laughs> fired from another network. Well, so Chris had already gotten fired. And once Chris got fired, we that were was kind the of end. on the outs, Yeah, right? that was the end. Now, he got fired for helping his fucking uh, sleazy ass-grabbing brother, Andrew Cromo. Cromo? Cromo. Cuomo, Patreon. <sighs> wow. Andrew Cuomo and CNN acted like he had violated his journalistic integrity. <laughs> okay. And now the most, most recent firing of Brian Stelter, who anchors the 23 year old show Reliable Sources, has been canned. Has that no. been on for 23, 23 years? 23 years. Now, Not to say that he didn't bug. I mean, everyone on CNN bugs. Bugs. I personally. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Now, I personally think Brian Stelter is one of the absolute worst anchors to have ever been on TV. His show, however, was an interesting and important topic that was being the watcher of journalistic integrity. However, terribly done. Though. The show was really a circle jerk for Brian and his friends to constantly masturbate themselves about how much integrity they have and what great journalists they are. So now the new bloated Republican boss of CNN couldn't have any shows about journalism on the new CNN, so they fired his fat ass, too, along with a whole handful of other newscasters, producers, journalists, and sycophants. CNN has been shaken to the core. I, we would have thought this would be good, but no. The new CEO is a pandering twat who I'm about to sentence in my motherfucking courtroom. Uh, Chris Lex, stand up, you little shit. You old Republican truffle pig. This 50-year-old media mogul who gave the following statement. I want to acknowledge that this is the time of significant change, and I know many of you are unsettled. There will be more changes, and you might not understand it or like it. He fired 239 employees, he stopped the CNN streaming service, and is set to fire more people. He said that he's going to be a disruptor, and he wants to reimagine the CNN morning shows. Now, all of this would sound pretty good if he didn't also say he wants CNN to be more pleasing to Republicans, and they don't want to turn Republicans away from CNN. In addition, in a move to rival Trump's whining and magician level of distraction, he also went and accused employees at CNN of leaking the information about reliable sources and said the leak was... Inhuman and disgraceful. Inhuman? He must have been Fucking looking... Fucking moron. He, the, is like, <laughs> he does want it to be more like Republicans. Yes. He must have been looking in the mirror at the time when he said this because he is definitely talking about his own garbage ass. Now, as a bar certified judge, I used to start every morning going to <laughs> CNN.com as a jumping point for all my news. Can't do that now because just this week, shit 
has changed. Upon looking at CNN.com, the opinion pieces are already being taken over by right-wing conservative people. They're slowly replacing anything that may even be considered unbiased with conservative and Republican-leaning bullshit. And my final piece of evidence, Mr. Licker, said when asked what news source he would base CNN's journalism integrity on, he said Fox News. I just want to point out that we did this the LGBTQ town hall for CNN prior to the pandemic. And I we already were pulling away from CNN and we were only watching MSNBC and still hating on them. We can't stand NBC either and NBCU or any of it. But we were completely off CNN for good in the pandemic because Anderson Cooper had the fucking audacity to have on Mark Zuckerberg and his stupid oh, yeah. fucking doctor <laughs> piece of shit wife to talk about mm. pandemic safety and like mm -hmm. COVID. Like I'm talking about in the heart and middle of the lockdown quarantine. Mark Zuckerberg is who CNN chose to have on to discuss COVID. Like I'm talking about like health stuff. CNN's been just a good, yeah. I mean, I mean, Anderson Cooper and also Anderson Cooper, you, you, you threw Kathy Griffin under the bus. You took Andy Cohen on for the, the New Year's Eve thing. I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's, CNN's the real housewives of news. Yeah. It's just, it's pathetic. However, there was a moment where it so, could but, have shifted. But, uh, but with the court case. Yes. And the hearing, we are insisting, though many of you don't get off Facebook because you need it to, I guess, talk to your grandmas. <laughs> Um, or you are grandmas, um, and you need to talk to your grandkids who shouldn't even probably aren't even on there. So you're probably talking to some, somebody imitating your grandkids because uh -huh. children aren't on it. We insist you get off CNN. We're get we got to get off. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's the fact, let, let me say this again. Let me say this again in the courtroom. This guy, Chris Licht said he is going to base CNN. How, how can he base his new vision of CNN on the most, what is the most unbiased news out there? Fox News. Okay, he said Fox News. Barf, barf, vomit, vomit, fuck off, go kill yourself. Go meet Michael Peterson on the top of the staircase and let's all pretend a bat flew by as you fall to your fucking death, asshole. I know many of you think that judgment's too harsh, death upon just a rich dick, but yeah, fuck him. These rich, entitled, racist, sexist, asshole men want to come in and not only control our bodies and the social contract we all have in society in order to keep things moving forward with some kind of equity, they have the money and the power to control more of the media and pretend they're making the news more unbiased? I'm not saying CNN wasn't riddled with problems, but this isn't the answer. I am so disgusted and disappointed and grossed out. I fucking hate this guy and we are at the ground floor of watching an entire source of news become another Republican propaganda mouthpiece. Maybe it'll be Republican light like Politico, but I don't give a fuck. Chris Licht, you're a Republican apologist twat. If you wanted to make things more well-rounded, you wouldn't care if Republicans cared about CNN or not. He's not you a Republican apologist. He's a Republican. Exactly. You're a racist in racist clothing. You're a lying, manipulative, Nazi-level propagandist, QAnon type of mind-controlled, turned mind-controlling public abuser. You and your boss are disgusting high-level trolls who have made yourself fat and rich on the backs of struggling Americans who, no matter how gross you are, will never get rid of HBO. I know I won't. Not as long as Bill Maher is on there keeping things angry and real. You are the definitions of weak, 
power-mongering, money-thirsty dumpster people. And luckily, in my courtroom, I will use emotion, and I will use my personal feelings to bring my sentence down on you. So, Chris licked. I cannot think of a worse sentence for you. I've tried. I've thought of death, face-slapping, sucking dicks through other dicks, face-dick-slapping, asshole-rammings, face-fucking, eating shit, public humiliation by having nothing but women punch you in the dick and about the face. But I just couldn't settle on anything that felt appropriate or enough. And I realized the thing that would hurt you most, that would gut you to the core, you and your shitty Trumpian cult-style boss, not only obviously the court finds you guilty, blah, 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 of manipulating the media, lying to the public, pandering to Republicans, fraud, white nationalism, and clearly getting paid off by Republican lobbyists in some way. So the only thing that we can think to do in this court to make your life a living hell, I'm going to make you pay the same amount of taxes as I pay. I'm going to insist you only make a salary, an hourly salary, the lowest hourly salary that is legal in this country that Republicans will not vote to raise. And you know what that is? It's $7.25. And you know what else? In two states in this country, they're not even beholden to that. Georgia and Wyoming can pay less than $7.25 a fucking hour. So you can choose to live in one of those states. You can make minimum wage and you can fucking try and live. And let's see how unbiased and how passionate you are about your fake fucking news then. Try living like the poorest people in this country and then talk to me about caring about Republicans and what they think or feel. So fuck you. Fuck the merger. Fuck your boss and all your Republican apologistic pandering fucking little twats. You're guilty on all counts. Court is adjourned. Now it's time for So There's That. Alright, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the anus of the botched Brazilian butt lift that we are all living in right now. She hates doing it because finding a hopeful story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard. And after almost six years of doing this podcast, it's only getting harder. We are burned the fuck out. Jojo and Kiki are constantly being hated on. Joe Mandouche and Kirsten Jizima ruined Congress. The KKK have rebranded as the Proud Boys, and they're thriving. The weather feels like it was delivered straight from hell. <laughs> Women's rights have been dragged back 50 years because of fake Christian uh... Republicans. And now even CNN is going to pander to them, too. <sighs> Should we do the hashtag fuck CNN or cancel CNN? Can we do both? I don't think we should. We should probably do cancel CNN. Okay, cancel CNN. Because I don't think because that fits in with cancel culture. And fuck, I think they. I don't know if we they would do fuck. So okay, oh, okay yeah. We're gonna do great. Cancel hashtag cancel CNN, <sighs> and that's my. So there's that. Um, oh, that's good for I like today. It. Okay, I have no idea what what yours could be. Okay, well here it is. <laughs> Let's see. So this morning I got up super early and I just couldn't go back to sleep. So after watching Hotel Transylvania one through three for the 14th time, and I don't know why, I just find it soothing. And no matter what I do, I can't seem to turn myself into an actual cartoon character who lives happily ever after and can shape shift and fly, have never ending confidence and speaks in hilarious accents all the time. But believe me, I try. That's what you are to me. <laughs> well, then you know what? So there's that. <laughs> so dumpling sat on me 
so early in the morning. He was so heavy. He took, he went right on my nip. The nip went into the boob. It hurt so bad. He's but a nip stepper. He's a nip stepper. He is a nip stepper. I knew it was going to And do it. I knew it. I then forced myself on him because I wanted th- the fucking cat snuggling. So now I'm a cat rapist, whatever. And I was just like, snuggle me, fucking love me, snuggle me. Then he bit me and he jumped off. And then I just started to troll around the news. And I found a story I actually got pretty excited about. Now, we've discussed on here before, particularly with one Miss Chardonnay Lokely, how we are big believers in not allowing lawmakers, lawmakers now, to get to have peace and quiet moments and act like victims when they are the actual victimizers. The thing is, Republicans particularly, and people who want to rain not just hate, not just bullshit, not just being mean or smug or bragging or whatever the fuck on social media... I'm talking about people who rain down full oppression and overpowering voters and people who don't have the same amount of power. Now, these people do not deserve to go to the bathroom in peace. Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Elise Stefanik, Ted Grassley, Mitch McConnell, all the Trumps, Mike Pompeo, Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, just to name a few. I forgot about Mike Pompeo. Ugh. These people are working tirelessly to remove your freedoms and to make themselves richer. They are criminals doing magic tricks to try and make the world think they're not doing exactly what they're doing in front of your eyeballs. This is why I was so taken with what the parents in Uvalde, Texas, where you you may remember a piece of shit went into a school and shot and killed a bunch of kids and two teachers. Then more pieces of shit tried to cover up the fact that they didn't do anything to stop it. Then even bigger pieces of shit who continue to do nothing about gun control because they want to talk about Second Amendment and freedom and small government while removing every woman's right to control her own body. I mean, what would we do as a society if we could give birth to guns? Try and work that out. So on Saturday... Well, we would definitely continue to outlaw abortion. (laughs) So on Saturday, families of the Uvalde shooting victims congregated in front of Governor piece of shit Abbott's house and loudly 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 yelled the names of every child and the two teachers killed and in a stroke of real genius though it's sad as fuck played audio of their children laughing and doing shit so the governor would not get a second of peace and this was early in the morning and you know what I mean not for nothing kids laughing is real annoying (laughs) wow they should have played audio of them playing at the pool because they are loud and act like they're being murdered when they're around a pool you're absolutely right and it would be maybe they'll start recording more of this and going to people's houses and playing this loudly. And they should. And I love this. And I think they should take these audio recordings and play them everywhere that walking shit stain goes. Quite honestly, I think they should troll every one of the useless Uvalde officers who stood in the hallway, which is on video, doing nothing except checking their phones and putting on hand sanitizer. Fucking scaredy cats. I do understand offshoot of this. So there's that. I thought this is where you were headed, but I'm excited to hear that they're trolling um, Greg Abbott's house is that um, California and I would say specifically um, the city of Los Angeles, the county of Los Angeles, um, or maybe it's just the California Tourism Board. I don't really know who paid for these billboards, but you oh, texted yes. me. I then um, text blasted. I saw it on the news. I text blasted it to all my friends in Texas. I went to college in Texas. I spent my senior year there. My dad's whole family is there. So I have a connection and I can and will talk shit about it as much and as often as <laughs> I like. Devin, I know you see me and I see you. So um I sent the, the article because it was a national news um, that they that they put up two billboards 
right at the um on the on the foot of Barham on the commuting route that every yes. single person who works in the industry in LA mm-hmm. pretty much 90% of the industry has to drive this route to commute because all of the production companies and all of the studios are here in Burbank. It's right at the apex of like Burbank and Hollywood and even if you get off the plane if you get off of, you know, you come from Bur- the Burbank Airport, you go right by there. Yep. And it says, um, don't move to Texas. That dream died with Uvalde, basically, in a mm-hmm. nutshell, mm-hmm. because a lot of people trying to get cute and head on off to Texas so they don't mm-hmm. have to pay state tax. Mm-hmm. And California's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you might want to rethink that. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine your child or someone you love murdered and gunned down while the police were standing there with guns? And all their body armor not doing anything. You think that you'd let any of those people sleep at night? I wouldn't. Trust. These parents are living through hell. Of all the shootings that occur every single fucking day, this one was particularly egregious, being that we have footage of the police doing nothing in the actual building. Meanwhile, you have Republican after Republican trying to throw shiny Second Amendment paper everywhere, making the shooting a mental health issue or an issue that we all need to be armed. If we're all armed, then we could take the shooter out. Except there was evidence there were 10 armed SWAT men and police in the building who were armed and didn't do anything. And there was armed parents that weren't allowed in. And they wanted to do something and you wouldn't let them in. Ugh. Watching these parents peacefully but forcefully protesting and it's not just protesting it's it's actual trolling i'm protesting your gardener i know so annoying and governor abbott of texas needs to be trolled and annoyed and relentlessly punished and these parents are going to see to it that he is these are the voices of our children they press play and they their dead kids are being given life at governor abbott's house this is all we have left because you didn't give a damn this is what they're yelling and if we can't sleep neither can you their protest is part of a bigger effort organized by the gun control group March for Our Lives, which is demanding that Governor Fuck Abbott reconvene the state legislature to raise the minimum age to buy a semi-automatic weapon from 18 to 21. That's all they want to do. A first step. Raise the fucking age limit from 18 to 21. You'd think that we were fucking making rape legal. Oh, wait, they are. All they want to do is start by raising the fucking age limit. No one's trying to take anyone's stupid fucking guns away. These parents are turning their pain into purpose, as Dr. Jackie would say, and I'm here for it. I hope they don't let Governor Gerg Abbott have one moment of peace and make his life a living fucking hell. The parents of Uvalde and every other school shooting deserve better and deserve justice. And if it makes them feel a little more empowered and a little bit better that they're trolling this asshole and any other Republican that continues to push their gun agenda and prove that they care more about lobbyists and getting their payoffs over little kids and regular people getting shot and killed in schools and stores and clubs and restaurants and movie theaters and malls. Then go find them and torture them with nonviolent ways until they break and wake up to the truth that they need to be ashamed of themselves and be forced to change their stance and fight to change this gun legislation. The Second Amendment was meant for a budding country that was fighting against an empire and only had a group of small militias. Never in their wildest dreams would they have imagined where we are now. The Second Amendment needs to be amended and changed with the fucking times. Greg Abbott needs to be fired. Republicans need to be fired. And the parents and survivors of these shootings deserve justice. Thank you, Evaldi parents, for lighting the way. So there's that.
that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pauper. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much and are so grateful for all 14 of you. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no stress. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. And you won't hear me awkwardly say Patreon because I've forgotten or can't. my mouth can't make it into words now. And you'll also be distracted from your own life um, thinking about how annoying and problematic we constantly are. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though it's not about politics, um, we are more annoying and problematic over there than we are here. Um, It's hard to believe, but we are. Um, And listen, we know everyone and their cousin Pat has a fucking Patreon podcast, but we just want to reiterate that with our Patreon podcast, you only pay for the episodes that we post. It's not a monthly subscription. So if we go rogue and don't post anything, it doesn't matter because you won't pay for anything. That's right. But we don't go rogue. We don't. We won't. And we don't. We post two separate hour-long podcasts every week. And if you want to hear one, there's a link to a free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this episode. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on the bottom of every page that says, click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, like Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever. Or you can listen to them right on Patreon.com, where you can like and comment on the episodes, and you can also message us privately and other members of our Patreon family. Uh, But you got to join if you want to be part of the group. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a review. We are hovering around 2,200 right now. Mm. um, And we would like to get to 2,300 (laughs) by 2023. That's four months for 14 people to leave 90 reviews. Okay? You don't have to write anything. You can just hit five stars or one star. You can literally take your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your partner, your kids. Take their phone. Go onto the purple Apple podcast app. Put search. Put dumb gay politics. You could subscribe for us or, but you don't have to. Just just subscribe on a stranger's phone. Go ahead and hit five stars. Um, that's it. Hit one star. We don't care if it's a bad review. If you're in a rush, just hit the stars. We don't care what it is. <laughs> it's all about the numbers. But if you do write something, we will definitely read it because we read them all. And when I tell you, we have come this close to quitting this <laughs> stupid fucking podcast um, because it's a pride swallowing up at dawn dick ton of work for zero dollars. Um, but then we get a review like this one from Kimby 11 and we feel so seen and so appreciated that we say, you know what? Fuck money. Kimby 11 wrote, Julie and Brandy are hilarious, passionate for justice, intelligent, empathetic, and their chemistry is off the charts. I've learned so much in the sarcastic, humorous, clever, and emotional environment that they have fostered. You will learn while on a well-produced and well-prepared ride. Their Patreon episodes are a delight of a different kind, but the same hilarity and excellent chemistry. J and B are the business. Oh, <gasps> I mean, it's well-produced and well-prepared for me, um, but the whole thing is... Obviously, our chemistry? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Kimby11. And um, wow. it is a lot of work. So and nice. so for her to that. acknowledge it, yeah. It does keep us going. It does. That is what keeps us going. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been well-produced and a well-prepared ride of dumb. Fuck CNN! <laughs> How'd you do, I? 
see you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the race is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>